Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. This is the first episode of 2022 in the First episode I've done in almost a year from Michigan. It's cold and I'm just getting used to that again. So so with that, and this being the first episode of 2022, I want to take a step back and look at spondyloarthritis in men and women and what are some of the differences. And this is from an article in myspondylitisteam.com. I'll have a link in the show notes and I think it's really a good website to look at, to sign up for. There's some pretty good information that's out there. So what are the differences? Well, we'll look at kind of three key takeaways out of this. One, women and men with spondyloarthritis typically experience differences in symptoms, disease progression, diagnosis process, and treatment results. These discrepancies are due to genetic, immunological, and hormonal differences that doctors need to take into consideration when they're diagnosing and treating spondyloarthritis in women. Women also can tend to carry a greater spondyloarthritis disease burden than men, and they are more than likely to report a lower quality of life as a consequence of spondyloarthritis, and a big portion of that is due to the delays in diagnosis that women experience versus men. So basically, and again, I'm going to talk about some of the U.S. population here, so I'm not excluding everybody else in the world. These numbers will kind of carry across in other countries as well as far as percentages. But spondyloarthritis affects about 1.5% of the U.S. population, or about 4.5, 4.6 million people. More people are likely living with the spondyloarthritis, and we don't know about it because they haven't been diagnosed yet. Axial spondyloarthritis is a chronic inflammatory form of arthritis that primarily attacks the axial skeleton, the spine, the hips, and the ribcage, etc., for women, axial spondyloarthritis is thought to be frequently underdiagnosed or misdiagnosed when compared to men. And it doesn't take long when you read through the forums on, let's say, Facebook or Instagram to see that that's a case where you'll see many, many women talk about the years and years it took them to get diagnosed and still the doctors that they encounter that say, look, this is a man's disease or, or women don't get it as bad or any of those old school thought processes that still amaze me that doctors are still clinging to or choose not to get more updated information on it. We know that axial spondyloarthritis, you know, is generally probably underrecognized in women because it's historically been thought of as a man's illness. In the past, axial spondyloarthritis research has largely focused on men, contributing to the misperception that it rarely affects women. In recent years, more studies have included women in greater numbers. However, there's not enough data yet to get concrete answers about the role of sex differences, sometimes referred to as gender differences, in axial spondyloarthritis. So how do axial spondyloarthritis symptoms differ in women and men? Well, it's helpful to understand that there are some terms used to describe axial spondyloarthritis. Spondyloarthritis can manifest itself in different forms, including axial, affecting mainly the spine and hips, or peripheral, affecting mainly the arms and legs. Spondyloarthritis may also be described as radiographic or non-radiographic. In radiographic axial spondyloarthritis, damage to joints can be seen in the x-rays. 
Radiographic axial spondyloarthritis, which is also called ankylosing spondylitis, is a severe form that primarily affects the sacroiliac joints where the spine meets the pelvis. I know many of you listening to this show already know this, but I wanted to kind of set the groundwork for where we're going to build upon and kind of get it to the point where I just can't implore you enough that when you're talking to your doctors, stop asking if you have ankylosing spondylitis. Ask if you have axial spondyloarthritis. The difference could mean much more quicker diagnosis for you, could force the doctor to look at it in a different way, or to even say that they are not sure and force them to even do some reading up on the subject. So it's very, very key that going forward, you use the term axial spondyloarthritis for what you're dealing with. Several studies that considered the differences between men and women with axial spondyloarthritis showed that women had different disease manifestations from men. Men with ankylosing spondylitis show higher scores on the Bath Ankylosing Spondylitis Disease Activity Index and modified Stoke Ankylosing Spondylitis Spine Scores than women do. This suggests that men with axial spondyloarthritis show more radiographic damage and radiographic progression on x-rays. Why are symptoms different for women? Well, the age of the disease onset of axial spondyloarthritis does not differ between men and women. However, men and women tend to experience different symptoms and clinical characteristics of axial spondyloarthritis. And that's really why when you're reading these forums and you might read that something is going on with someone, understand that your condition may be different. You may be experiencing different symptoms. That doesn't mean that you don't have what that other person is dealing with, and it doesn't mean you shouldn't ask your doctor about it. That's the maddening thing about this disease is that we all get such different symptoms, some you know, such different outcomes that it makes it really hard to say just across the board, here's what you all should be dealing with. And that can really create a problem with, you know, diagnosis for both men and women. Scientists believe that it is likely due to biological differences in the genes, immune systems, and hormone levels in men and women that you see some of these differences, how women tend to develop axial spondyloarthritis versus men. There are genetic differences between men and women with axial spondyloarthritis. For instance, a gene known as HLA-B27 has been determined to be a risk factor for developing AS, a severe form of axial spondyloarthritis. HLA-B27 positively occurs equally in men and women, but is more commonly found in men with ankylosing spondylitis than in women with the condition. Another gene called ANKH is also being studied as a potential source of sex differences among people with axial spondyloarthritis. What are some of the hormonal differences? Well, researchers believe sex hormones may activate various genes that influence a person's immune response. Estrogen, which is the female sex hormone, is a complicated factor in several autoimmune diseases, protecting women against some autoimmune conditions and contributing to others. One study on mice suggested that estrogen may play an anti-inflammatory role in spondyloarthritis, but more research is needed before any conclusions can be drawn about the influence of sex hormones on axial spondyloarthritis in women. Are there immunological differences? Well, sex hormones are known to have specific effects on a person's immune system. Research suggests that men with axial spondyloarthritis tend to have higher levels of tumor necrosis factor alpha C-reactive protein and interleukin-17 compared with women. 
The complex interaction between genes, sex hormones, and the immune system can moderate or aggravate different aspects of axial spondyloarthritis symptoms and disease progression. So much, much more research is needed to fully understand why and how these differences exist between men and women with axial spondyloarthritis. Also, spondyloarthritis symptoms beyond the joints. Well, the most common symptoms of spondyloarthritis are inflammatory back pain, including sacroiliitis and stiffness or limited movement. Spondyloarthritis can also impact other parts of the body or have systemic effects. Symptoms that affect areas of the body outside of the lumbar region, you know, your lower back, are called extraarticular manifestations, EAMs. Research suggests that women experience more EAMs than men do. Specifically, women with axial spondyloarthritis are thought to be more likely than men to develop uveitis, which is, you know, inflammation in the eye, enthesitis, which causes pain in the heels and other sites where tendons and ligaments attach to bone, psoriasis, a chronic inflammatory skin condition, and then inflammatory bowel disease, such as Crohn's. So what is uveitis again? Well, that's nearly 40% of people with ankylosing spondylitis experience eye inflammation, symptoms with the eyes. Acute anterior uveitis is thought to be more prevalent in males. However, recent meta-analysis of several studies found approximately 28.5% of men with axial spondyloarthritis developed acute anterior uveitis compared to 33% of women, which indicates the rate of incidence may be similar between the sexes. Enthesitis. Spondyloarthritis may cause inflammation where the ligaments and tendons attach to bones. This is known as enthesis. Inflammation of the enthesis is known as enthesitis. Spondylitis can affect enthesis anywhere in the body, but is most commonly shows up in the back of the heel near the Achilles tendon. Enthesitis is more common and tends to be more severe in women with axial spondyloarthritis than men. Inflammatory bowel disease. The inflammation that causes spondyloarthritis can also affect the gastrointestinal system. Data indicates that between 5% and 10% of people with axial spondyloarthritis also have inflammatory bowel disease. Women with axial spondyloarthritis are more likely to experience IBD than men with axial spondyloarthritis. Psoriasis. The overactive autoimmune response that causes spondyloarthritis can trigger the development of psoriasis, an inflammatory skin condition. Approximately 10% of people with axial spondyloarthritis develop psoriasis. Some studies suggest that women with axial spondyloarthritis experience a higher rate of psoriasis compared to men. So let's look at the disease burden and the quality of life of women with axial spondyloarthritis. A 2018 review of data comparing women and men with axial spondyloarthritis shows that women report a lower quality of life compared with men, despite the fact that men with axial spondyloarthritis are considered to have a worse prognosis for disease progression, women are said to have a higher disease burden. This may be due to the fact that women often have to wait longer for a correct diagnosis. It's what I mentioned earlier. It's not unusual to see stories of women talk about eight, nine, ten years to get a diagnosis. They're told it's everything else but axial spondyloarthritis. By the time they're diagnosed, the damage is done, and now they're fighting an uphill battle to get any type of relief. Women also show more disease activity and have less response to the TNF inhibitor treatments often used for axial spondyloarthritis. So more disease activity. Women with ankylosing spondylitis, a severe form of axial spondyloarthritis, often show higher scores than men on the BASDAI, a subjective measure of symptoms. Specifically, women report worse fatigue and back pain and longer-lasting stiffness in the morning. Let's talk about longer diagnostic delays. 
as we've mentioned several times, these long diagnostic delays just are such a detriment to the treatment that women need to deal with this. I was lucky. I got treated starting when I was 14. Now that was way, way before biologics were in place. So I've had a unique road to go forward. But for anybody working to get diagnosed now that can get on a biologic, that just can present an amazing shift in the quality of life that they'll deal with. So TNF and ELF inhibitors are one class of treatment for spondyloarthritis. Women often have longer waits for receiving an axial spondyloarthritis diagnosis compared to men. This may be because of the general under-recognition of the disease and its diagnostic criteria, especially in women. Women also tend to show less visible damage on x-rays and have different clinical presentations for men. And that is a key right there why you want to use the terminology, I'm going to say this again, you want to use the terminology axial spondyloarthritis. If you go into the doctor's office and say, I think I have ankylosing spondylitis, and the doctor says, you don't have any visible damage on these x-rays, they may not send you out for an MRI. They may, but if nothing shows up on the MRI, that doctor may go off on a different tangent, fibro, whatever. And, And you may very well have fibro as well. But by using the term axial spondyloarthritis, you give that doctor so many more. Now, yes, they should include that term in their mind when they're diagnosing you and think of non-radiographic. And that's why it's so key for you to keep track of all your symptoms and, again, to use that term axial spondyloarthritis. So women experience longer diagnostic delays could also be the result of a bias from healthcare professionals. There's a misperception that axial spondyloarthritis is largely a male disease that's still prevalent now, coupled with a lack of knowledge about how the disease manifests differently in men and women. Sex-based discrepancies in diagnostic delays are likely caused by a combination of these factors. Then there's lower treatment response and fewer options. TNF-alpha inhibitors are one class of treatments for spondyloarthritis. Multiple TNF medications are approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in recent years. Although TNF drugs offer many benefits to most people with axial spondyloarthritis, some studies point to important sex differences in their effectiveness. Women show lower response rates to these treatments with certain medications. In other words, some treatments for axial spondyloarthritis may be less effective in women than in men. Some newer biologic medications, though, are available to treat ankylosing spondylitis and non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis. Women are more likely to have a non-radiographic form of the condition, may have fewer treatment options for this reason. Then there could be a greater social toll. Research presented at the American College of Rheumatology's 2018 annual meeting suggests significant sex differences in how axial spondyloarthritis affects the social aspects of quality of life, including work. There's a table in the article that I will have linked in the show notes that illustrates some of the differences. 45% of women said they had difficulty maintaining friendships versus 25% of men. 29% of women said they were often late to work versus 12% of men. And then 24% of women said they were forced to switch jobs, while only 15% of men reported that same item. Make sure that you are using all the tools you have available as you work towards a diagnosis. Discussing your symptoms with your doctor. 
Axial spondyloarthritis is underdiagnosed in women, in part because of the differences in the way it presents and manifests. Knowing these differences can be your best tool in getting a prompt and accurate diagnosis, receiving the best follow-up health care for your condition, and advocating for your quality of life. A rheumatologist experienced in diagnosing and treating axial spondyloarthritis is your best bet for an accurate diagnosis the first time. Lastly, find the support that you need. Support is crucial when living with a chronic condition. This website that I took this article from, My Spondylitis Team, I've been a part of this website for years and I really enjoy it. It's a social networking site for people with spondylitis. So with that, thank you for listening. It's great to be back. Thank you for just continuing to make 2021 such a fantastic year in downloads. And I look forward to 2022 being an amazing year. I hope everyone has a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.